Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with your favorite reality TV stars. Bria Fleming and Simon Marco, Danny and I are so excited to chat with you today. Your relationship has made so many waves on Summer House Martha's Vineyard, and Simon isn't even in the house yet. Yes. I know. I know. Crazy. So crazy. How is it doing this experience together? Because eventually we do get Simon in the house. And I love that we're still together because some people had some doubts about this relationship. Listen, yeah. haters are going to hate. Yeah. But, uh... That's what we're just finding out. Like we have every day um, just to take whatever. And yeah, we just um, stay to who we are and we don't really care about what other people say. and. It is what it is. We also not here um, for everyone to love us, and the, at the end, we're here to entertain the people and to have a good time. Have a good time and well, just be authentic as we are. So that's why I'm very excited to get to some episodes with you and Simon because I was telling Evan I was at the premiere party for Martha's Vineyard, and yes. I was like, when I was like looking around, I was like, no one's dancing yet. I'm like, oh wait, someone's starting to dance floor. You know who was starting? <laughs> yeah. and, like, Full on magic mic style. You had choreographed dances. <laughs> so I am excited to see that. I hope I see some of that going on in the house. You will. <laughs> you will. Amazing. Well, before Simon gets in the mix, Bria, your co star Milo, he yes. commanded plenty of screen time as well. Is there anything you would like to clear up about Milo's participation in the show? Because Silas and Jasmine seemed to not have a clue that he was coming, but then they also seemed to not have a clue that Simon wanted to stay for a week. So it's like, you don't really know what to believe as a viewer. Yeah, so they did know Milo was coming. Um, Like any show, you have to get clearance to have animals on board. You can't just bring the dog in the house like it's a human. There's a lot of procedures we had to go through. They knew he was coming. I don't know why they ran with uh, the... To be specific, they know that a dog was coming. Coming, yes. She, they, they didn't know that she's coming with, with Milo, Milo, but everyone was asked before about allergies. Because of allergies, allergies and, uh, yeah. just stuff like that. And so. it's a whole procedure, you know, to bring a dog on a show. Like, you have to get lawyers involved, <laughs> <laughs> making everything like um, stages and stages for everything. Even for the house, like the deposits and just oh. making sure the dog doesn't damage anything. It's a it's a procedure. So I was trying to show the viewers, like, they knew, they didn't know who it was because we wanted to keep that a little bit mysterious. But we they did know a dog was coming. They didn't know which cast member was bringing the dog. And how do you feel that everyone sort of was just like, this is now ruining the house, et cetera. And also, especially because Milo is the si- like <laughs> maybe two hands combined, a eh? adorable and so cute and doesn't bark. Were you kind of yeah. taken aback by everyone kind of coming at you so hot with that? I was hurt by it because like every vacation home that I do with my friends, we always have our dogs on vacation. Um, everybody's different. And like I said before, it's a non-scripted show. So it's like, it's the reality where our lives are being filmed. The dog is my ESA. He lives with me. He goes everywhere I go. So it's just like to get that much uh, hate about it. And like, oh, they were mad and just mean about it. It, it. it hurt my feelings. Like I'm still hurt. I'm just like, damn, like 
the backlash is a lot just around Milo and him being in the house and people not understanding the truth behind it. Do you feel like your castmates eventually warmed up to Milo? Because like Danny said, he is so cute. He's so adorable. He doesn't really make a peep. Like what? Like they couldn't not have fallen in love with him. The only person that had an issue was Jasmine and Silas. So you'll see them throughout the series hold him a little bit, but it takes time. But everyone else didn't have a problem with it. Like Mariah loves Milo. So it's like that was just kind of like I felt like she was just following her best friend. And just trying to be there for her best friend, which is Jasmine, and hating on the dog. But she was kissing Milo in the mouth. Like, oh, Milo's the only person that loves me here on the show. So, like. Oh. At least she had Milo. At least she had Milo. Yeah. So, it's like you went from, you didn't want to swim in a pool with hair, but you kissed my dog in the mouth. Like, come on. They don't get to see certain things because a lot gets, uh, we can't fit everything into an episode. So a lot gets cut out, but it's like, I tell the truth. And like, you kiss my dog and was letting him kiss you in the mouth. And was like, he greets you with respect and everybody in the house should greet you the way Milo greets you, but they didn't share that. So they should have, but. And I like that you said that Jasmine and Silas kind of like have each other's back and are like the, the house, the house, they're in charge of the house. Simon, yeah. watching the episodes, how do you feel not being able to like tap in to help Bria out at all? Are you kind of like shouting at the screen? <laughs> um, I feel a certain type of way, definitely. Also, um, I love, we see it a lot in the comments. Like, what I'm um, seeing about Milo is like the problem is Milo and Jasmine. It's not about the dog. She's acting like she wants to produce a show alone. And that's where I had the problem with. It's it's not about coming with the dog. It's about Jasmine wants to control everything that's we do. Happening, yeah. And that's what I didn't like about her. I don't have a problem personal with her, but the way she's trying to um, make things happening, like... Hooking me up with yeah. different guys. Uh, yeah. Not taking our, our relationship serious. Like, don't want me to let, uh, stay longer than, stay longer than uh, three days. Just want me to stay three days. Come on, I'm already on the um, plane um, while they was discussing how long I can stay. Yeah. Everything was planned weeks and before. Um, like, that's a whole procedure to do everything. And then they just like, okay, we can decide whatever. And acting like a production team, you know, <laughs> and they're not. It seems like a very layered situation between you and Jasmine, Bria. You know, yeah. just starting off with the feelings of disrespect towards your relationship. Why do you feel like Jasmine has this sort of fossilized image of you in her head? Like you're still the same girl that she worked with at the Playboy club like it seems like on your end she is unable to acknowledge the growth you've had in four years so that's why I'm, I'm really glad you asked that question because for me when I worked at the playboy club everything that she's stating that like oh she hopped on different guys that's not true so she created this false narrative of my life and of me as a person that's completely false. And like, I've been wanting to speak and have the opportunity to speak loudly about it. Like what she's saying, that is not true. I had two boyfriends the time that I worked at Playboy Club. And then I had a lot of guy friends and girls can get jealous with that. Like, oh, she has all of these guys that come in and spend money and buy bottles every weekend. And they request her as a server because it's a, it was a cocktail club. 
And then we would have to sell bottles of alcohol. So I had the highest sales working there. And I would have, I would just keep my clientele. And a lot of them were athletes, politicians, rappers. They would come in every week and where's Bria at? She knows how to turn up, but not once did I ever sleep with anybody or date any of them. I wasn't their type, especially the athletes. I wasn't their type, but they were like brothers to me. I would be like, oh, I'll hook you up with this girl, this girl. But they can misunderstand that and be like, oh, she's probably sleeping with all of them. They're all here. Why would they be doing this for her? But Mm -hmm. I've never hopped on different men. So I don't know where she created that narrative from. And I wanted to sit her down and talk in season two. Hopefully I could sit her down and talk and be like, where did you get that from? Where did you create that from? Where did you ever see me hooking up or sleeping around? Let me know. Because you said you didn't know me like that in the beginning. And I was your least priority on the top of your list. But all of a sudden, you know who I've been with. So it's not making sense. So that really hurt me. And I don't know where she came up with that from. That's where I can only imagine is just from having a lot of guy friends working at the Playboy Club and people thinking. And that's like a complete things. false narrative, like to say that she's hopping with um, other guys and just hop around um, in our relationship. I never met um, a girl which is so honest and so don't care about anyone yeah. else than just be with me in this relationship so and not only that even him coming up to me and approaching me like he he didn't meet when we met in Cannes he met me having dinner at a restaurant by myself I wasn't with anybody my friend had stood me up and I was there uh finishing up a cocktail to leave so I wasn't I wasn't even looking for anybody I don't even go looking for guys I just kind of chill and come along actually she was speaking with Sadoko. oh yeah I was talking to my <laughs> on the video camera because I was watching him while I was having dinner and then oh my god wait that sounds actually so romantic like yeah. you're facetiming with Milo having a cocktail by yourself in canon in walks this dreamboat Simon oh, like yeah. what a like, perfect fairy tale and I was scared I was like is he gonna kidnap me <laughs> like I, I was scared I watched too many movies and like I've never dated anybody that lived in Europe. Like I've dated guys that like came to Europe and lived in the States, but never really a person who's like, hey, I'm from here. I live here. So Basically, I was kind of like, thought I'm a driver. I thought he was like somebody's driver or something. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm going to help you. I'm here for business. I'm here for the festival. I'm not here for love. But then we ended up just hitting okay. it off. He he knows. Well, Evan and I are going to Cannes next month, and I'm going to try to recreate your plan, Bria, because I'm looking for a Simon. So I'm going to be sitting alone yes. talking with my dog on FaceTime. <laughs> Milo, no, Milo, no. Yeah, I'll, wait, I'll, I'll talk to Milo. But I'm wondering, too, because you're saying that um, Jasmine is starting this false narrative about you in your head. Do you feel there's any point of her doing that to kind of separate her past from her present with Silas? Because he does seem to really not like the stories of old Jasmine. So do you think she's trying to be like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not at all type of thing? Yeah. You know what? That's deep. I I didn't even, I don't break it down like that. So like to hear you say that, it could be because she was a crazy party girl. We would go out and get drunk and blacked out. She did get blacked out with Shanice and fell asleep at work. Like those stories are true. You know, we would go to a bagatelle and drink and turn up. I actually shot a video of her uh, when we were at Bagatelle and she used that on her hinge page. And that was the video that Silas swiped up on. So people don't really know like the tea behind it. Like we would go out and have a good time. So she could be trying to, you know, I'm on this level. I'm because I am the second youngest in the house. Amir's the first, I am the second. And maybe she's trying to, you know, erase that past and 
try to erase me with it, not knowing that I've grown from that. I mean, I'm still crazy. I like the party. You could see it, but um, I think I'm still the same person from Playboy. It's just without too many guy friends now. I mean, they all are married or settled down. So I I don't know. I actually want to sit her down face to face and be like, what? What is it? What did I do? Like I'm seeing know? I'm seeing it from a different view. Okay. I'm really um the way I feel it is like she wanted to be the only couple on the show and shine mm -hmm. out as a couple. And she has Pretty a problem smart. that she, um, Bria is coming, uh, that I'm coming because she wanted to shine out as the only couple. And it even uh, started before the show, like a few weeks before, we got a message that Chessman was saying in the group chat, Bria shouldn't even mention that she has a boyfriend inside the show. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. was the moment I'm like, okay, no, we're going all out. The dog comes with us. <laughs> I'm coming. Like, I don't care even more. No, it's like, that's too much. And we don't let her um, ruin the show. We don't let her to be the producer. And no, we just show up and make our thing. Wow, that is very interesting you say that because the, you do kind of catch this vibe of Jasmine on screen. She very much wants to play matchmaker for everyone and form new cup. That is very, very interesting. Wow, we're learning so much. Yeah, it's a lot that people, the, as viewers, that's what like we get so much judgment, but the truth will come out. Like there's a lot to the story and the friendships that like is not shared. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And it's why do you feel deeper. and why do you feel she was really wanting to be in that matchmaker mode? Like because even she's kind of calmed down from a little bit, but the first few episodes she was like, who's pairing up? Like what yeah. do you think was behind that? I don't I think her just trying to just take over and be, I don't know. She, what do she, you think? She's just and taking the show much too serious. For her, she wants to be the superstar inside the show. She mm -hmm. was like, they made her the host um, somehow, and she just wants to be like the superstar. But what does that have to do with like her matching? I don't get that. I don't know why that was such an, she was so adamant about people getting together and. Yeah. It was like she, I don't, I, I can't give an explanation on that. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I have the feeling she just take herself like, or too much you know like or had a vision of how she wanted things mm, to go but yeah. just it failed yeah. do you guys have any insight on what is this whole the the reveal that nick is like oh my long-term girlfriend because when that happened i was like did i miss i was like what's going on here <laughs> like so, we, we just said it like um there was some uh, no it was no when he was sliding in shanice and jordan's dms that's when it came up because you weren't there yet. You don't know the story. So I don't think you should speak on that. You should okay. let me speak on that. Because I was there. You weren't there. But I think we were trying to, uh, when we were having like a, a pet talk on like, what do you like in a woman? What do you, you know? And then that's when it came up. Like, you know what? I think I should let them know. And then that's when he told us. And we were like, what? Okay, well, how long has this been happening? And why were you in Shanice's DMs? And also... Jordan's DMs and also my DMs, but he was friendly in mine. It wasn't flirtatious. Um, but yeah, it came up just because we were trying to see what type of woman is he attracted to. So if Shanice and or Jordan had expressed interest, do you think Nick would have pursued that and 
possibly cheated on his secret girlfriend. I feel like he would have cheated on her if either Jordan or Shanice was into him. He would have for sure cheated on her. Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Come on. He tried to shoot his shot. And if if they were interested, I think there would have been some cheating going on. Oh, Nick. Well, yeah, I know. Speaking of Nick, you know, I don't love that he was like hiding his secret girlfriend, but I don't think he deserved to have Phil stinking up his bathroom, taking a poop over the room situation. Is there anything that you would like to clear up? Because Phil was upset with you for not leaving the sticky note. I mean, is there any any responsibility you would like to take? Certainly not the way he behaved. No, I, I can't take any responsibility for the way he behaved. He came uh, there very drunk off 1942. He finished a bottle of that. Um, as far as the room situation, we were told that it's first come, first serve. So it's like, even if I wanted to put a sticky note, they would have taken the room anyways. because, And that would have been even more drama than that. Because it was like, even for me, Jasmine said in the beginning, you know what? You do get priority because you are here before the other others got arrived. So. Um, you know, it was something that blew out of proportion. He should have never pooped in Nick's toilet and not flush it. That's disgusting. He should have not been talking crazy to Jordan or the, uh, you know, my other friends in the house. Um, it was wrong. So I do, um, I apologize to them about his behavior with that. But as far as, uh, everything else, I mean, he's a grown man. He knew what he did. And like I said, there's procedures when coming in so he knew that's milo he knew exactly what he was doing and what he could do and what he couldn't do so and i mean i know there was a phone call attempt to try to have him cop up to any of that but oh well (laughs) what are you how are you guys now like did you have a conversation with him and did he did he take up to it being like okay i just i just effed up yeah he did so after uh like he actually reached out to me a couple of weeks ago we, yeah, when we was, were in Cannes. Just one week ago. A one week ago. And he did apologize. And he was like, I'm sorry. Like I took it way too far. And I was just like, you think? I mean, I'm like, you were very disrespectful. And during that time where he was kicked off, we did try to get him on a phone when, when Shanice called to try to apologize, to come back and just say, like, I'm sorry. I was really drunk. And I am very sorry, but he was just, Phil, when he's drunk or he's in, I don't know what his sign is. He is just my way or the highway. And that, and he'll hold that grudge for like months. It took him a year to reach back out. So, yeah. um, you know, like I said, in, in that time, he, com- he finished a whole bottle of 1942. He left like maybe this much left. He wasn't in the right state of wow. mind. He wasn't in the right headspace. He was yeah. done. I mean, although it was such a mess, one thing that I loved that did come out of it was the way Jordan stood up for herself, looking so fierce in her little pink fit. Like she was not taking any from uh, from Phil. And I truly love to see that. And actually, in that same episode, she really stood up for you, Bria. What was it like watching Jordan sort of step into mama bear mode on your behalf in the whole Mariah situation. I loved it. I appreciate her. I love Jordan, like my own sister. We connected even more. We got even more closer uh, after the show because like sometimes with girls and with friends, they'll stick with their friends. Even if their friends do grimy stuff, like they'll let their friends sleep with a girl's boyfriend and just be like, I'll stick beside you. 
but she wasn't letting that go down. She knew that Shanice is my best friend and she couldn't be there at the time because she was in and out. She would only come on weekends. And I've never done anything to Jordan. Jordan's a beautiful girl. I'm a beautiful girl. We always connected when we worked together. So she doesn't have any ill will feelings towards me. And just because Jasmine may have something towards me or Mariah, because that's her friend and she's going to stick beside her friend. She didn't, she has her own judgment for me. So for her to have my back and to be a real person and to be like, listen, what's right is right and wrong is wrong. I don't support that. I, I love her. Like she has my heart for life. Like anything she needs, she knows she can come to me. And I give her really pops for sticking. Up and she and... had Simon's back. You'll see yeah. throughout the time as well. Oh, like yeah. she, um, you know, we're really similar. So it's like, like in the lifestyle. So she understands and she did, there's no judgment coming from her at all. And like, I did have an, oh my God moment when we found out that the whole laundry debacle was actually Amir's fault. And then the cut to him being like, like, just what were your thoughts watching that back? Were you kind of like, why didn't you step in? Or do you understand where he was coming from being a little worried or like reliving that situation? For me, I was so confused because that's why you saw me react the way I did. I'm like, what's up? What's the problem? And then she's like, you put it or, or I took out the laundry, your laundry. And then Milo's mixed in with mine, but I'm like, but I don't remember putting Milo's stuff. I'm looking, I'm thinking back like, okay, you said you moved my laundry. I remember I had personal laundry in there, but how did his Milo stuff get mixed in with yours? Like, are you trying to prank me right now? Like what is going on? So I honestly didn't know. And then when I found out, I was like, Amir, you should have said something. So I was upset because it would have canceled all of that, like, uh, altercation back and forth. I also remember like you called me this morning and it was like that was just the top of the bottom, you know, like the top of the iceberg. Oh, yeah, for me, because I was just fed yeah. up. I was hurt. I was just kind of like, wow, they're taking this Milo thing too far. But I do believe. I mean, we saw a comment on the show, like, be short. Um, so Milo <laughs> into the sea. Yeah, we should throw him in the ocean. Like, come on. And that was the energy, what you had all the time to deal with. And like in the episode, you just see a shortcut of everything, basically. But it's a, it was a build up. And it was yeah, just Garrett this should have said something Because it would have diffused a lot. I mean, we were literally going to rip each other apart and thank god jasmine came when she did because i was really mad yeah with some reflection on that moment how do you characterize the altercation with mariah and do you still stand behind you know the house's choice to send her home um as far okay so i that whole altercation it it should have never happened it was very below us even for me you know I should have just walked away or just been like girl whatever um there are some things that happened off cam and like I can't even say it but like she went home for a reason and it like I said there's a lot of things that were cut out that it hasn't been told but she went home for a reason and that reason was best. And I do stick with that because, uh, yeah, I can't even get into it. But, yeah, and my decision is 100% glad that, like I said, a lot got cut out that we the viewers didn't see. Um, but there was some other things that went down that it was valid for her to go home. That that, uh, and, like, other housemates might have been in alignment with you more. Because it seemed as very much as, like, 
Bria wants this to happen, but there were some other people that kind of felt like this might just be the best move for everybody. Of course, because there was other incidents and side conversations that had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like when we were at the the club, for instance, there and they were at the house, her, Phil, and Preston, you know, there was things that had happened at the house that didn't make it into the show. So, you know, it's just like the way things navigated and how everything is cut in process. Um, it was best that she went home. Yeah. Have you been able to communicate with Mariah at all since filming her? Do you have a relationship currently? Um, no, I saw her at the premiere. You know, we're respectful of each other. Um, as far as communicating, I don't want to communicate with her now. There's nothing to say. I Because I was I wondering if... Friend. Yeah, no. Because I was wondering now that she would... It's been revealed that you weren't even the one doing the whole dirty laundry. If she'd yeah. be like, okay, you know what? Sorry for overreacting. I didn't. Try, I wasn't sure if you guys had that moment, but it seems like no. She you. tried reaching out, but for me, there's no point. Like after you know, we film a great show. We you know for the viewers, and then like we don't. It, it's there, there's no point to go and backtrack and talk about what we did and whatnot. We that's what a reunion's for. So it's like mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> we got to save something and be authentic because we can't go to the reunion and then be like, well, she texted me on September and said, I'm sorry. So I don't really have anything to say against her. So I'd rather just not talk about it until it's time just to have that build up and then let it be organic versus sitting down with everybody and everything that was said. It, it wouldn't be organic if it was that way. So I just. Yeah. Well, you're a reality TV pro already. I'm trying. I mean, I watch everything and. You know, we are, before we go into this, we, we, you know, there's things we have to go by and our contracts and stuff. So it's, you, you have to just follow the rules. So that's and for these upcoming episodes where Simon is on the scene, what are you guys, are you prepared to watch them? Cause I'm sure you have fun, but a lot of drama, cause it's already drama underway <laughs> with him. Yes. Are you two doing anything to prepare for it? Or are you, what are you most concerned about maybe reliving or anything along those lines? Um, we do have a moment on the show. I mean, we can't really get into it, but me and him do have the, oh, you see it in a trailer, the Shanice moment when he's in the hot tub, Shanice butt naked. So, I mean, you do get to see me chewing him out. And like in that time, I'm chewing at you too. (laughs) I know as well. Uh, in that time we were blacked out. So I can't remember certain things that were being said. And I'm like, oh, my God, like when it comes out, I don't know what I said. But like, you know, obviously we're we're in good terms, but I am probably going to be a little embarrassed about if I did say something really mean to him or something. But I'm, I was furious. And then I, I I forgot that because when you're blacked out and you're in the moment, you're having fun and you're with friends. I forgot that he was German and that we are in Germany and that, like, being naked around people, that's the culture. Like, that's just a European we're going thing. Every, we're going every Sunday to a naked spot so in the sauna. <laughs> and, like, people are topless at the park. So, like, in his defense, he's like, I didn't think it was a problem because, like, we go around naked people all the time because it's Europe. And, like, even when we're in south of France, everyone's naked. But, like, in my mindset, being in the States, I'm like, no, that's grimy. That's my best friend. Like, how could she do that? But I didn't put myself in his shoes, so I kind of overreacted to the situation. And yeah, I did overreact a lot. <laughs> well, it's it seems like Shanice is kind of in her European era, anyways, because yes. she also yes. flashed Amir yes. very casually. And yes. you know, so she she thinks she's in Cannes. Yeah, she does. And 
you know, if I, if I was, I think if I was a little bit more sober at that time, I would have been like, oh, I don't care. Like we go to the naked spa, but because I was just blacked out and I'm cooking food for everybody. And it's emotions and fighting like, all the time. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a it's build a up. It's, it is a buildup. I so. mean, it also felt for me like very hard to come on the show. Like when she told me, Simon, you can only stay three days. No, like after having planned everything weeks in advance, like everything that like, Simon, you guys, they want you to all stay only three days. And like, it's just so much prejudgment about everything. Yeah. And I felt a, a type of way of people not want me to stay and like, not knowing him in his heart. Yes. Before. It's, it's like so much prejudgment. It was... It's not the fact of staying three days, but the prejudgment. It's like, come on, what's going on here? You don't know me. Why are you uh, making decisions before you even speak one word with me? <laughs> and come when on. you got, and Simon, when you got with the cast, besides Bria, of course, who was the most welcoming to you and who was someone that you're like, done without hanging out with them for a bit. Thank you too much away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jason loved me, but basically uh, um, and then you had most it. people loved me. Um, everyone and even the uh, people who try to be producers couldn't uh, make too much anymore after I'm there. So. Are you talking about Jason? Yes, so. of course. Simon, what were your thoughts <laughs> watching watching that confrontation between Silas and Bria, because I, I truly believe Bria that one of the most iconic lines in Bravo history is I can't F my dog. That was so good. It was honestly such a mic drop moment and a great point to make, especially as they're like Kim K and Ray Jang in the room next door every night. Cause he's like, you have, you just kept on reiterating. You have your dog though. And I'm like, but my dog's not my man. And like, I want my man to be with me on vacation. Like you have Jasmine, like, you know, like you can't compare a dog to a human. You want the 10 inches you said on FaceTime. Yeah. Uh, uh, Drink my water. (laughs) (laughs) Simon, what did you think of the way Bria handled herself with Silas? I, as a viewer was thrilled to see it. I'm actually, I'm very bored of her because, like we said, it was a build-up before. And it started from the point where where Jasmine told her, like, she shouldn't mention that she's in a relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so fake. I'm disgusted with it. And from that point, it was like, okay. You can save for a week at the bowling alley. Yeah, that's true. But we cannot let this happen. That. They just want to mess up the show. It's a reality show. People have to be authentic. And it's not like Jasmine is a producer and can uh, tell people what to do. And I didn't like that way. And that's how, that's why we decided. What kind of, and it also blew up because of like the lying and the manipulation. Like, okay, he can come for a week. And then to sit in my face and be like, I never said that. I don't remember that. So yeah. I was like, and then he was agreeing with her. Like, we never said that. We only said he could stay for three days. So then that's when I'm like, okay, I, when I get the opportunity to blow up on you for lying and when the world sees that you lied and like made me seem like I'm a crazy person, mm-hmm. that's when I was just, I blew up like that in the room. And yeah. What he- did, what did you think of him repeatedly calling you manipulative? I thought that was an interesting word to use. Well, I was like, yeah, I was like, who did I manipulate in the house? Because I don't, when I'm there, you don't really see me talking like manipulating people i don't have any 
uh, situations when I'm manipulating anybody where I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything. Like most of the time it's me checking somebody or. I mean, you just was fighting for uh, what you wanted. Or what I know that and what I love, like yeah. the dog uh, saying that I manipulated them. Like you knew the dog was coming. So that's not manipulation. Um, I'm trying to think what else with Mariah thing. Like, how did I manipulate anybody? I didn't say take my side. The only person that was like, why did you leave was Shanice? Like you walked away when this went down. So I don't know who he could be talking about. So I got upset when he said that. And that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit you where it hurts. You're controlling. <laughs> so if I'm a manipulator, you control your wife. Everybody knows it. They don't want to say it. And yeah, and then that's when I started going crazy. It, it seems like that definitely is uh, on the, the top trigger. of everyone's mind, the controlling yeah. aspect of Silas. Yeah, and it seems that a lot of people are kind of like confused with a lot of moments with that. I'm also not wondering too, because uh, that you guys are saying Jasmine is known to have her producer hat on. Do you feel yeah. a lot of the other cast are sharing your sentiments with that? Do you guys think they're also like, why is Jasmine trying to produce so hard? Yeah, they do it in silence. Um, I don't know if anyone would ever do it publicly, but they do do it in silence and they say it and they think it. I'm a Gemini. Like I have no filters. So I say it as it is. And if people are going to be like, well, you offended me. Like, I'm sorry. It's the truth. Just like other people do the same thing. That's why I love Preston. I don't know if you noticed, he does really great tweets when it's live and he'll say things and, and he'll say things like, like he, he tweeted, Rhea is manipulative and Cooper is controlling, but I don't mind. So I'm like, you know what? Freedom of speech, do what you got to do. Like if you think I'm a manipulator, that's fine. But I don't that's have, that's you know. That's what I love about you. Like you just, see, I say it. you see things which most of the people not seeing because you're aware of your surroundings and, then, and you tell the people directly in their face. That or if people don't want to say it, I'm the one to say it. And then I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Like you, mm -hmm. you're starting trouble. I'm like, no, I'm just saying the obvious. So that's what I kept mm -hmm. on doing a lot in the house. You'll see. <laughs> so bad. I love, first of all, I just want to say I love Geminis. Geminis get such a bad rap. My fiance is a Gemini and I love them because they do say what's on their mind. They're also, they're not two faced. They are adaptable. We're not. Thank you. That's what it is. And they're not fake. Mm -mm. Right. I don't we like people who are fake. That's to be honest. Like I want people to tell me what's up. Like, don't blame me. I can see things. So tell me what's up. And I even do that to him. And then, you know, you'll see him throughout the, the couple of episodes and you'll see that moment where I'm telling him what's up. Like, Ooh. we have that moment. Yeah, it's a spicy moment. <laughs> I also feel now we got to know, Simon, what's the zodiac sign? What's the answer? Answer. Oh, birthday soon like, then. Oh, yeah. wait. So you both have birthday. Did you have your birthday yet, Bria? Mine is on the 12th. So it's okay. uh, June 12th. And then his is uh, July, is 7th. July 17th. Oh, my God. Okay. And it's a weird mix. It's you. When people say like a lot of Geminis are like Geminis and Cancer, really? Because he is like a crab, but he does go into his shell and he's really sensitive inside. Like things really do get to him and hurt him. But he tries to, you know, hide it behind his shell. And then me... I just kind of like all over. I'm flighty and like oh, crazy. So, but we get along and we're very similar, surprisingly. Because um, yeah. he double Cancer and then Taurus, and then I'm oh. Gemini, Scorpio, Sagittarius. So I'm crazy. Oh my god, that's an intense big three, Bria. That's yeah. good. Though. That's good. That's why you're made yeah. for reality TV. Yes, because the Moon sign is Scorpio and Rising is Sagittarius, and then Sun is Gemini. Wow. So then you need like a sweet, sensitive, grounded Cancer Taurus kind of man to balance it all out. 
Yes. Yeah, I have um, the feelings. Uh, when I'm coming, like I really bounce a little bit. He does. Uh, yeah. You bring me back down to reality because yeah. he sometimes I can get like very emotional, high emotions. And then he's like, he knows how to zen me out and just be like, yeah. hey, like calm down. It's it's that's okay. A, that's also the reason I came on the show. Like I want to support her. I want to support um, everything she does. And like I... But, Honestly, I didn't know what Power TV is. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I'm coming. So, He's like, I'll pack a suit and dance. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> what has it been like entering the Bravo verse, Brio? You mentioned that you're you're a fan of the programming. You watch the shows. This must be kind of surreal for you. It really is. I don't think I realized how real it was until the fans, like their die hard oh. fans. And you have like the positive diehard fans, which I love the most, where they have like the fan pages. And if you follow them back, like that's the ones you need to love because they repost you and they constantly keep you in the media and up to date with everything. And then you have the fans that are like, get her off Bravo right now. I don't like her. Da, 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 da. And then we just ignore those ones. They're the trolls. But I love the support that I get from like the supportive uh, viewers slash fans. And uh, when I first, when they announced it, I mean, everything was just like, my following was like, bravo, 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 bravo fans, bravo Barbies, bravo this. And I was like, oh my God, like they really have diehard fans. And so it's, it's great. Uh, I just like, I love the support and I love the reposting. It's and a I great love, journey. And it is a great journey. And it uh, uh, put us closer together. Everything would happen. Yeah. Uh, share oh. Oh. That. And just being able to like, okay, so like, I'm a big fan of like, Real Housewives of Dubai and like one of the Real Housewives she followed me um I think her name is Layla Layla let me check her oh, name Lisa Milan I think it's Lisa yeah oh, she is she's and, fabulous and I was just so happy because I was like oh my god I think let me double check and what I mean I you're like? in Europe so much so you're close you can it's not the farthest flight to Dubai yeah, I know I want to go and just like hang out because like I'm going to see, uh, she's the one that's the interracial couple too. Is yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yes. Lisa Milan. So that's why I just, I love her. I think she's so fabulous and so beautiful. So when she followed me, I was so like, okay, like I'm officially a Bravo, like a uh, reality star now. And I, I just love her style. I love like her kids and like her husband. And I lived in Dubai. For and he lived in Dubai as well. Yeah. So. Oh, so you could maybe end up being a real housewife of Dubai in the future. Oh, Are we- <laughs> that's, I mean, I would love that one day. Well, speaking yeah. of becoming a housewife, is marriage, is that a discussion between you two? What does the future look like for you guys? The answer. Um, I don't want to stress in time, you know, like everything needs me to the time to fold over. And I don't like anyone trying to rush us, whatever, like... Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you guys. No, not, not you. He's getting married this year, so that's why it's on his brain. Oh, <laughs> No, thank a lot you, of people do you. ask, that's the first question they ask is like, where's the ring? And like, we live in a moment and take it day by day and yeah. we're still working on like our crafts and building up, you know, financially, you know, to be kind of equally yoked. So when we feel like it's the right time, I know the time will come. I mean, we're very close. We do everything together. We travel. We just made one year, um, oh. May 23rd. Yeah. So we were wearing oh. and we celebrated it there. So we're in no rush. I mean, we're yeah. comfortable. We have Milo and 
I mean, uh, I, I really think you have to build a foundation. Uh, that's why I don't really like to rush it because um, with a strong uh, um, foundation, it will last. And just to make things happen overnight, that's not really where I'm the type for. So yeah, he's he's that's his personality is different because I know some guys that would be like, I'm marrying my spouse within a week or I'll propose within six months. Like Silas said, Jasmine, he, I think he proposed to her in six months. So it's like, everybody's different, but he's the type of guy where he just wants to take his time. And I'm fine with that. Well, if it makes you feel better, it took me and my man 11 years. What? (laughs) Like we've been together for 11 years. So you've got time guys. As Lizzo would say, it's about damn time. Yeah. Yes. Were you expecting it or were you just kind of, just going I think well we technically so this year is 11 years and so we got engaged last year so it was 10 years and I think both of us internally were like it's been 10 years like if we're not proposing at 10 years like what the hell are we doing so I I think that's like what ultimately pushed us to to do that and so yeah now we're now we're getting married in November and it's all great and we finally are making it happen Congratulations. I love Thank that. You. Well, I love that you guys celebrated your one year in Cannes where you met that fateful night FaceTiming with Milo, the cocktail. Yes. <laughs> but I know that Cannes this time around was also a little dramatic. And Bria, you opened up about this police incident that occurred at Zara. I mean, is there anything else you can share about that situation oh, or anything you'd like yeah, to clear up? I actually wanted to do a follow-up video, but I did want to wait until I was back in Germany. Um, It just was safer that way. But to be honest, we are still trying to figure out if that there is a lady Um, because what my lawyer is saying and the prosecutors, and we also have the U S consulate in um, Paris on the case as well is like the police aren't really cooperating. They're not, um, trying to give us the police report they're what they're trying to stall it and it could take up to three weeks to get it um and also they just did a lot of a lot of illegal stuff so like when you whenever you take in an american into custody you're supposed to let the consulate know so that they could send like a translator as well as a prosecutor to the police station they didn't do that so what they did was they waited for like an hour after we were shopping at the zara's and like the other boutiques to detain us in the street and then from detaining us and going through our bags and stuff that we had, my sister and I, they ended up taking us under arrest in the car. Like we need to do a further investigation. So at that time that they even detained us, they should have made the phone call, which they didn't ever, they didn't do. So my lawyer is like, they messed up there. Then when we got to the police station, we, you know, we weren't able to call our family to let us know. My sister had her phone and she snuck uh, the location to Simon. So no one would have known. And that's why I was calling it a kidnap because I'm like, you guys took us off the street. You told me a lady said I robbed her and I, I am a suspect because all they could say is suspect of robbery for both of us because, and we had cocktail dresses on. We were at the Martinez Hotel doing press event. So they arrested us in these cocktail dresses and heels and bags because we had a event to go to. We didn't want to change. We're like, everyone's dressed up. That's the thing. They go dressed up to shopping. So we had these bags and when they took us under custody and they wouldn't let me call my parents or my boyfriend, I'm like, okay, this is kind of like kidnapping because I can't get a lawyer. They won't get me a translator. They said they don't speak English. So we just kind of had to follow the lead and just be as respectful and calm. And uh, they took the phones from us. And then that's when they're like, okay, come downstairs. They did a strip, butt naked strip search to the crack, like bend over. Let's see 
uh, took off my earrings, my extensions. Um, then they did a drug and alcohol testing down there. They weren't supposed to do that as well. Um, they did a lot of illegal corrupted stuff. And then the detective, another detective ended up stripping us butt naked again in the office. So it's a lot, but they didn't report any of this. So when I went back after he had the location and he was able to come and find us, he ended up getting in touch with a detective that was there who can speak German because they wouldn't speak English to us. They wouldn't. They told me not to talk to them. And he was going nuts. Like, you better release my girlfriend. You have the wrong person. I don't know why you stopped her and her sister. And then. Yes. And, go ahead. And um, so whenever they take a person, they directly have to report to the prosecutor. Yes. So that's what they missed. They didn't uh, gave her any uh, um, of no, her rights. They just they took everything in French. And we just split it up. I went to the Gucci store. They went to Zara. And But we were at the first Zara together. Yeah. We stood by your side. So I'm like, I didn't have any interactions with a lady. Yeah. So that's why we think that it was kind of an illegal search and that the police kind of made up like it's a lady that said you robbed her. Because I'm like, how can I get away with robbing somebody in, in public? Like, how can I rob somebody? Like, where's the footage of me robbing? So he right. was like, it, think that it, it's, it completely makes no it, sense. It, and and it's, a, it's a scandal. Like, we are at Cosette. We're next to Martinez. We're at the Versace store. So all the uh, famous people walking over there. Of, uh, and like Gigi Hadid walking down yeah, the street, like but, next to us, like it's nothing. So how can I get away with robbery? My sister and I were two young girls get away with robbing a woman in broad daylight. Like, how is that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, they think that the police report is going to be empty because there is no lady and that they just wanted to do a legal search. Simon thinks it's deeper. Like, tell him what you yeah, think. That. I, I mean, I don't want to make um, any claims at this point. What could be the case? I'm just saying um, this is completely wrong. Like, just imagine is everywhere is great um, actors. You're walking in uh, like a gallon uh, dress. and Somebody then, can point at some, you. Somebody, and, say, and then the police can come with 10 people and take you into custody and strip you butt naked without giving you your rights. So that's completely corrupted as Yeah, I'm so sorry that you and your sister experienced that. What was kind of going through your head the moment you realized what was happening? Were you, I'm sure you were scared. I started crying and I was freaking out. And my sister's 20 and I'm 27. And she was more calm. She was like the calm one. And like, and I was just like, how are you so calm? And she's like, we didn't do anything. But I'm like, yeah, but this is wrong. Like, Everything is out there. People were taking video. That's why I did a TikTok video about it because I wanted the people who did video and like photos to release it because the stores like the Versace short is not releasing the footage and the hotel where the cameras were pointing are not going to cooperate. They'll cooperate if it's like a, a court thing and then they have to the judge will have to order the footage. That's the only time they'll release it to us. So I was like, if there's any innocent bystanders that that were recording, because I did see people and I started freaking out and having a panic attack, especially when I was down there, um, because they took us where they were holding men. There was only we also men behind the thing screaming at us and like screaming. So I thought they were going to put us with them down there. So I started freaking out, having panic and I already have anxiety and panic attacks. And I was like, oh, my God, like, we're going to die. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I know every country is different when you're under arrest. 
And I'm like, I don't know what the procedure is here, but like, if they put us down here with these men, like we're done, like we're, we're just, we're going to die. So I thought we were going to like get either beat up, raped. Um, and I just couldn't feel my heart and I was crying and I was just like, why are you guys doing this? And they were just like, Shh, don't talk, don't talk. And then they were, uh, one of the big guys, it was like, we're trying to figure out what to do with you guys. We don't like, he could say that in English. We don't know what to do. We trying to figure out what to do with you guys. And I'm like, but we didn't do anything. And then the police officer would be like, the other one would be like, you need to be quiet. Shut up. Don't talk. So I was just and, like, and if the, he didn't come. And in the meantime, my was, parents, yeah, nobody would know I we was, were taken. I was like, I was running after I got the call. I was running to the place, but they already was um, in the police car. And then I took directly a taxi going to the police. And when I arrived, I go like you crazy. I'm like, what's going on with you guys? Like, um, what's happening here? And they were here? just like looking at him because uh, they couldn't talk. So they called a translator. The, yeah, I called a translator. And I told them, like, um, she's famous and uh, whatever. And the translator translated to the girl. And the girl at French is saying, I don't give a f I don't care if she's famous. Um, just give name and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, and then finally uh, one detective came out. And he war, uh, he lived in Germany for six years, so he could speak German. And then I explained him the whole, uh, everything that she's on TV, that she has money, that she don't have to steal from anyone. And then he's like, yes, uh, obviously it's a misunderstanding. Something went and he apologized to me. And then I told him, please go now or tell the other people that, that uh, she didn't do anything, that she uh, they will release her. And he's like, yes, um, they will release her in five minutes. But another 20 minutes, 30 minutes happened before she was released. And they even made her strip Again. a second time. But then tell him what he told you about the lady. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I told him, like, this obviously is like racial profiling. And he said, no, he thinks it, it, it has been done through out of jealousy. Wow. I'm so sorry. He didn't believe that. And I don't believe that, too, because they didn't give me it. They made me sign papers in French, um, also illegal. Um, so I don't know what I signed. They said I wouldn't be able to leave unless I signed it. And then they didn't give me the police report. They said, I'm not entitled to that. Um, they wouldn't give me the paper that I signed. They just was like, bye. And then um, I ended up going back with a translator an hour later. And they had gave us a fake case number. And the only way, reason why my lawyer was able to find it, she's so amazing. She's a French lawyer who is like working around the clock with this and with the prosecutors. Um my sister's name was in the system. So they found the case under my younger sister. So they registered in her there and she's never been in trouble. So that's why I was crying because I'm like, you took an innocent girl who's been homeschooled her whole entire life. I take her to France to come to the film festival. She just got into film school. And then we've been, we've been taken off the, the streets with, uh, you know, the law has been broken. And then you strip us both butt naked. You don't even know if she's a virgin. You don't know anything. And then the way you guys treated us and to release us with not the lady's name who filed, we couldn't file a, a complaint back. We couldn't file a complaint against they the police department. We didn't get anything. Even the uh, guy who could speak German didn't gave me his last name. Yeah, he gave, he's ignoring he, us now. He, he's the detective. Yeah. He's ignoring us. Yeah, but so. that's just, when I love the consulate and everybody. Oh, yeah. It's just like a clear sign of targeting. And then it's terrifying to think too. 
if you didn't have the pin sent to someone because you couldn't cocktail anybody, God forbid how long they would have just kept you there as well. Because of the holiday weekend, if could, we could have been getting out maybe now. I mean, if they, if they do something like that without telling her her rights, without anything, um, yeah, of course, they just do whatever they want. And yeah. they which they did, it. which they did. So I think in my, they didn't know that we could hire a lawyer. They knew we were Americans. And they kept on saying like they're Americans, like Americans, Americans, but they were somebody who was overseeing it was like, no, that, let's just take them in. But I don't think they knew we had the law, the money to fight with a lawyer because we got a good lawyer. And then we involved the U.S. consulate and we called the embassy and the mayor of Cannes. So all these people are like very disappointed that this happened. And now they're launching a big and investigation. Yeah. Um, um, to investigate against the police and everyone who was involved. Well, sending you good vibes for justice. Yes. And I'm glad that you guys are working so hard to to figure out what, what needs yes. to happen here. Yeah. Because um, it's scary too. Uh, one more note that I wanted to say is that there was people, like the men that were screaming down there, we don't know if they could be screaming because maybe they were fa- falsely taken in and couldn't get a hold of a lawyer or anything. Maybe that's why they were freaking out. Um, I don't know, because I'm like, damn, if they took us in and we're Americans and we didn't have any contact to the outside, I wonder what these people, because there's different race of men, you know, there was a Middle Eastern men in there, black men, French men. So we don't know if they were able to ever tell their families, hey, I've been taken in. They were just screaming like they were in hell and like French, that. And for, uh, the French police is known for doing corrupted stuff. Like stuff. That. That's what and they were saying. So hopefully this, with the resources that you guys are saying that you're able to have and to shed light on it, it could make this hopefully not continue to happen because it seems like it might be a trend there. So they will start tar- stop targeting and profiling people because that is, oh God, I'm so sorry. That's, that's, why, uh, that's why we took the lawyer and we yeah. fight. But I think, I thank him for fighting, you know, to get us out because my mom even believes she's like, Simon saved y'all. She's like, I don't think you would have gotten out. She's like, I don't think so. And then th- that's what I was saying. Like when they did the alcohol test, it's like, did you guys want to see if we had alcohol in us? We were walking, we weren't driving. So what does that have to do with the robbery? It was like, they knew that they couldn't get us on robbery. So let's just see if they have any drugs in their system. They wanted to get you for something that they could. Yeah. And even if they couldn't, they would just keep you there until they could brainstorm something. You're right. Yeah. They mess with the wrong one. Yeah, I mean, then they don't know. I'm crazy at the Gemini. I'm going to fight till the end, you know, so it doesn't happen to anyone. No man, no woman, nobody. No young child. No one should have to go and through I have that. To say I'm both, uh, for you to speak up for that. Yeah. To have the courage because that, that's something um, which takes a lot of courage. Yeah, people are scared speak, to speak. Speak up. Most people, they just, I wouldn't uh, speak about it in anything. And I'm just. Well, I just wanted to wait until I got back to Germany to speak on it again, just because of, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just scared. I'm paranoid. Yeah. Like everywhere so I go, I'm, looking, I'm like, oh, are they out to get me? Are they going to take me again? Do they see my videos? So I just, yeah. I'm back in Germany. I'm like, okay, I'm safe. Are you in Europe for the summer? No, I actually come back um, June 17th, so back to New York. Oh, okay. Danny and I are going to be in Cannes starting the 19th, and we were hoping to maybe bump into you there next time. Where are you? You guys are living in New York, right? Or where? I'm in New York, so I'll bump bump into you around here, hopefully. 
And LA. Yeah. So I'll see, I'll probably see you guys. I'll see you in New York. And then my sister lives in LA and I I plan on going to visit my mom and my sister there. She's with me for the summer. So we'll be in New York, but we might travel to LA too. Perfect. Okay. Well, hit us up. We're we're here. Yeah, I know. We're here to chat more. (laughs) Thank you for taking the time. I can't believe it's like already been an hour. I feel like Danny and I I could talk to you for 10 hours. Yes. Um, So thank you. Thank you again for for sharing your story. And we can't wait to see more of Simon on Summer House Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) Those dance moves. I remember them. Yes. He's so crazy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by page six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.